Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Yoder's Farm. Uh, this is Eldon, and Lowell is here with me again today. Lowell, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Eldon. Thanks. Good to be here, as always. It's been about a month since we last recorded an episode, so uh, we'll try to do better in the future, but who knows? Yep. Shame on us. I guess it indicates that it's springtime outside, right? Yeah, I guess. We missed one episode, or actually we kept postponing that episode, and now here we are, ready for what would have been the following episode, so here we are. But anyway. A um, little has changed uh, since we recorded last. Quite a bit, actually. The world is, I don't know, I guess it's a different place, at least it feels like a different place. Yeah. We uh, are affected just like other, like all of you are, you know? Yeah. Uh, daily life is different. Uh, we're still trying to, uh, I don't know, do normal things because there are normal things that that have to be done. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially it's uh, you know it's interesting for us as a small business trying to figure out what all this means for you know the farm store and uh, later on pick your own strawberries. So. Right. So uh, I think we'll talk a little bit about that more at the at the uh, end but yeah we have been quite i don't know <laughs> just, it's just a lot of things there to, there are a lot of things yeah. up in the air um we obviously have to get supplies and things to run our operation and so you start you know thinking about everything what can i get uh you know packaging for yeah. for my strawberries sure. will i be able to source things that I need throughout the season and he says do I need you know things that you normally order a week or two ahead of time uh, or of when you needed them do I need to be thinking you know a month or two out and you know I've talked to different people like and and no one knows we we don't know exactly how this is all going to shake out so yeah I guess anyway but let's uh, talk about what we do we know a little bit more about which is uh, what has happened yeah (laughs) the status you look back the status of the, of the farm. So we're here at the, it's today the 20th of I March. I think so, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's definitely springtime. Uh, we've, we've hinted around at this that we are definitely on a fast track for an early spring, and I think it's safe to say that we're safely here now Yeah. at an early spring. So, yeah. Um, yeah, let's, we'll talk tomatoes. Uh, we are picking, as we have been, um, nice Nice supply of tomatoes. That uh, spring house is almost to come in. I think there's one tomato that's starting to turn in that house. Okay. So uh, that's just about to cut loose. Uh, one note on that, uh, frankly, we are glad that it hasn't come in any earlier yeah. because some of, our, some of our markets are in a little bit of uh, limbo, limbo yeah. wholesale markets. Uh, some of our tomatoes ended up traveling and ended up you know i don't know where all they ended up but one of our supplier or places we sold to uh, the local food hub uh, a lot of their business wholesale wise was to um, big universities uva jmu and those type of things and obviously they are now shut down yeah so but yeah that was just a a piece of the pie a lot of our Tomatoes would go to smaller farm stands and um, some restaurants and so forth, some of which are still in operation. And a lot of those farm stands, I think, will 
probably be open in some capacity, (laughs) but some of those things. Anyway, so that house is just about to, to begin. We're about to begin picking in that house. So, uh, glad it's not earlier, but hoping we have home for those tomatoes as we, as we keep picking them. Um, the little greenhouse we cleaned out, we are putting, uh, heirloom tomatoes, transplanting them and hopefully today or tomorrow. Okay, cool. And those are kind of a end of July into June. Yeah, hopefully a little earlier, hopefully in June sometime if we actually get them planted soon. But we'll have our standard tomatoes from now till then uh, from the greenhouses. Yeah, so. Other greenhouses. Yeah, the other big thing is, uh, you know, strawberry-wise, strawberry plants are definitely waking up there. We got that spring cleaning renovation done and uh, weeding and so forth. And the plants are actually starting to grow now. They're pushing uh, new leaves out of the centers. I've started uh, fertilizing. And it's um, time to start frost protecting. We have have blooms now that we intend to save to pick, as it were. The blooms turn to berries. And so, yeah, we're definitely thinking about frost. Now, the weird thing is, is we don't have covers actually out in a big part of our field because they were unneeded through the winter months and um but now we may need them for frost protection so we're watching the forecast very carefully Mm -hmm. and um hopefully we will have enough lead time to you know actually get the covers out if they will be needed now every year we have grown strawberries uh, which has been a decade or so we have had to frost protect yeah in the spring i'm pretty sure we will again (laughs) this year but there's always that outside chance what if this is the year that we wouldn't actually have to pull row covers in some parts of the field so we're watching and seeing yeah very good and um i know it's way too early to think about when but usually we talk about the bloom to to picking is about six weeks no closer to a month so okay. it can be a little earlier uh, than six weeks. For some reason, I was thinking six weeks. No, that's tomatoes. It's tomatoes yeah. from, yeah, anyhow. All right, well, that's fascinating. Yeah, so I'm looking around the 20th, maybe, of April, okay. give or take. It depends on weather, to maybe have the pickier and patch open. Yeah. Uh, we'll have some berries in the farm store probably a week before that. Yeah, because they ease into it. So the sweet charlies are they they've been blooming for a little while now. Okay. So yeah, there we'll pick them probably ten days before the the rest of the ones in the in the big pick your patch. Well, I should start uh, doing some things that need to be done to prep for that then yeah i mean everything is seems like it's getting here a little sooner than the normal so yeah very good yeah well, other things around the farm you know pretty much the same do you want to talk a little bit about the strawberry school or the meeting you went down to at virginia beach a couple of weeks ago yeah so we went there's a big um strawberry training event or yeah training i guess basically one one day um it's uh, in the afternoon. It's a field walk. They visit a couple farms, uh, experts from oh, all over the place, usually local Virginia experts. Um, this year there were guys from Maryland there. Some years there's people from even Florida and so forth. Anyway, uh, they you know walk through strawberry fields with strawberry growers 
and look at at the crop and so forth and uh, talk about strawberry production issues. And then uh, the following day is like an all-day uh, classroom-type setting, trade show. And uh, so we were not able this year to go to the field walk portion, which is a bummer because I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, it's a very practical type of thing. You can actually yeah. you're seeing real strawberry exactly. plants. and uh, You can ask questions. And, yeah. Yeah. The the other is really good too. So we were able to we drove down early one morning and uh, took in that event and then uh, drove home. Yeah, so that was you uh, can keep about, talking while I clear my throat here. Yeah, sorry, I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Hey, so uh, yeah, it's uh yeah we learned some things. It's always a uh, just talking with other growers is is a good thing mm-hmm. um they're often you know they're obviously facing the same things you are so i uh, had some good good chats with people the the strawberry growing community is really interesting uh, they people work together share information uh it's kind of i don't know most of us don't really look at ourselves as direct competition because yeah. there's usually distance between most strawberry farms and in, uh, in other communities i've heard that as uh Co-opetition. <laughs> okay, yeah. We well, even together, you know, down in Virginia Beach, there are a lot of strawberry yeah. growers, and they uh, sometimes their farms are right next to each other almost, yeah. and uh, they all seem to get along and help each other out. It's just kind of a, I don't know, yeah, what, what you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they, they're they definitely competing they, for some of the same learn. market, but it's... Yeah, it's, but somehow they make it work. and uh, Yeah, if there's enough pie to go around, I guess, I guess it's okay. Yeah. So anyway, it's kind of an interesting uh, industry in, in that regard. Uh, learn some things. There's always ongoing research. Um, there's yeah, chemistries, uh, talking about, you know, sprays and so forth. Um, there are, you know, a lot of people think, well, you just pour something out of a bottle and go out and spray or whatever. No, there's a lot of research and and so forth that goes into those products and then that's an ongoing um it's an ever-changing field i guess yeah. you'd say um there's research about possible resistance mm-hmm. uh, to certain chemistries and so forth and what you need we need to do as growers to to mitigate that and uh, so there you know usually these meetings talk about things like that and uh, ways that you can practically adjust what you're what you're doing. Sure. Uh, so that uh, we talked about frost protecting, uh, just issues, and maybe with with this year being an earlier type of spring, uh, what we need to be looking out for. And yeah, so it was good. Good meeting. Learned some stuff, and uh, good to see other growers that I know as well. Yeah. It had been a couple of years since you'd been able to go to this one, so it's glad you and Dad got to go down for the right. day. Yeah, so every, everything else looks um, pretty good around the farm, barring a jarring late spring freeze event, which we hope does not come, because we'd be in a pickle this year. <laughs> yeah, we would. I mean, a lot of people would be, Yeah, um, not just strawberry growers, but yeah, the fruit trees are blooming, yeah. and we are, like I say, it's springtime. Yep, sure enough. Poked uh, in my hives the last uh, week or so. They're, bees, yeah. they're really cranking. They're finding pollen, bringing it in, and yeah. the bee numbers are 
are uh, really exploding. So now you start worrying about the hives becoming too big for the boxes and them wanting to swarm. So try to do things to keep that from happening as well. So they all stay around the farm where we can collect uh, honey from them and they can help us with pollination and so forth. Very good. So yeah, let's uh, wrap things up by talking a little bit about the, um, the outbreak and what that means to, to us as a farm. Uh, we really don't know at this point. There are there are some um, emails and notifications coming from from I guess uh, yeah different Virginia agricultural sources. Yeah, uh, Dad got one this morning and uh, saw one the other day. Uh, there are a lot of people that just are a little unsure, and some of it depends exactly what level of a shutdown or quarantine. We are in, we're, you know, talking about an event which is a month away, so we're hoping. And um, that event, you mean pick your own? Yeah, when we'd actually open the, yeah. yeah, our farm store is open now. We're taking some precaution, you know, talking yeah. about what we're doing out there right now. I mean, it's a couple things we're doing, we're trying to limit uh, contact with bodily pieces <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> so, uh, Dad rigged up our credit card chip reader so that the customer can just insert it instead of us having to swipe the card, little things like that. I'm not sure what all else. Yeah. It's basically the same as it would be in a, in any other store. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to wipe down surfaces, keep stuff clean. Yeah. And the, the emails, the uh, alerts that we have been getting, uh, all say that it seems like the risk of spread through a food type of product is, is very, very low, low. Yeah. So that's good news because we all have to eat, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. But something we're obviously thinking about. So, yeah, we've made a few tweaks there. Our store, generally, we don't have a ton of people in the store at one time at this time of the year anyway. So it kind of is self-limited to yeah. less than 10 people. So yeah, we're I'm watching what you know. You usually we pick a couple weeks behind, say North Carolina and even Virginia Beach. So I'm watching um, to see what other farms are doing. Already seeing some some indications. Many of them have done what we've already done in the in the store. You yeah. Know, uh, extra precaution with surfaces and so forth. The big thing is, um, you know, yeah, what state of a lockdown shutdown uh quarantine will we be in in a month yeah yeah no one really knows hopefully yeah. the worst is passed at that point and i don't think life will be back to normal at that point yeah it's the definitely one, some it, things we have to figure out yeah the one advantage we do have uh here on the farm is a lot of open space yeah so social distancing is uh something that's Pretty easy, six to ten feet. Yeah, I think I've pretty heard. easy to do. Uh, so we're hoping that we can. We, you know, <laughs> we really have to have to pick the strawberry crop. I mean, yeah, regardless. I of think what I think happens. Yeah, it will be harvested at least as much as we can. We have invested thousands and thousands of dollars into it. It's, yeah, it's, it's a perfectly good crop of berries well it's a very important time for us as a farm because yeah so we, we have kind of rather than just say oh we're big. just gonna not open uh, yeah. we've got to figure out a way to to make it work yeah and it's a food item uh, people still have to eat 
during times yeah even like this so yeah i guess we'll just stay tuned on play it on by that. ear maybe we'll record but, another podcast about it yeah we will be watching to see you know we can get good indications what other farms yeah. are finding works well for them and i'm sure many of them will be thinking about it as well and yeah the government officials that we talk to are all, obviously have some interest in sure in mind i mean interest in what we're doing and and they understand that farms are in this situation so yeah we've talked about some possible things we could do um just around how we sell our strawberries uh that could help keep things a little less contacting yeah Um, one thing we do we allow people to bring containers in to pick um i personally don't have a problem with that but i don't know we might have to see about not doing that or picking only in buckets that we provide and yeah. you take home with your berries or something like that. It's still unclear yeah. at this point. It's a bunch of options, things we need to be thinking about. But the one, you know, you know this is, yeah, like we talked about earlier, it's unprecedented. Uh, there's just a lot of, uh, there's concern. You, you have concern for your older neighbors and older family members and, yeah, even probably some concern for your own health at times, even though yeah, it depends what you believe in that regard. But anyway, it is heartwarming to see. I don't know. It just feels like the communities are pulling together. People mm-hmm. are pulling together. Uh, we're all kind of in this together, and I appreciate that. And um, Yeah, it's nice to see people uh, working together and kind of pulling together. Yeah, sort of getting back to actually what's important in life, Yeah, of, hopefully. Anyway. Yeah, if nothing else, it may uh, help shift our perspective about neighbors and friends and Republicans and Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> that might take a while. All right, anything else we should mention before we sign off for this episode? I don't think so. All right, well, if you've made it this far, thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. And you can always find more information about the farm and things like that over at yodersfarm.com. Feel free to follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Those are kind of the two social media outlets that we use. And uh, I guess that's it. So thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you again next time. See ya. See ya.